0: God's grace, his mercy, and his peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for this evening is from our epistle lesson just read from 1 Corinthians 12. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. You may be seated. I want you to think back on all of the times that you have ever opened a gift... For some of you, that may be more than others. But in all of these times, did you ever get a gift that you just really had no idea what it was? You didn't know what to do with it? You you just didn't know how to react? You opened the gift, and you're so excited for this new something, whatever it is. I was given a gift a few years ago by my wife, before she was my wife, And this gift was a basket filled with what seemed like at first just a bunch of random objects included in this, but not limited to, a pair of chopsticks, a cookie, a small pair of headphones, and a little wooden pumpkin. Now, there were others, which didn't really help explain the gift anymore, I suppose. But at first glance, I, I had no idea what these things were, why why they would be in a basket. What I quickly realized is that each one of these items had a little tag attached to it with a tiny little note. And every single one of these items had a meaning to the two of us in our relationship up until that point. So, as random as it may have seemed, this gift was very intentional. And once I figured that out, it was very meaningful. Now, as far as meaningful gifts go, I've been told that gift cards aren't. But frankly, I love getting them. I recently received a gift card for Target, and I I know exactly what it's for. I know what to do with it. I know how to use it. I know where it goes. But with the gift card, one of the exciting things is you have options, You can use it whatever way you want, as long as you use it for that purpose. Now see, every gift that you have ever been given has a purpose. And ultimately, that purpose is to make you happy in some way. Now specifically, that purpose can vary from gift to gift. It could be to buy yourself something nice, to decorate your house, a pair of new clothes to decorate yourself. A new movie for entertainment could just be to make you laugh, a gag gift. On Valentine's Day, coming up rather soon, consider that your last-minute warning, guys. On Valentine's Day, we give gifts for two reasons, I've decided. One, for our loved ones' enjoyment, and two, to express our love to them by some more physical means. And this week in our Beliefs series, we're talking about gifts, but not physical gifts, not birthday-wrapped presents, spiritual gifts. Every single one of you has been given some sort of spiritual gift. In Romans 12, Paul takes the time to list a few of them out for us. Prophesying, serving, teaching, encouraging, giving, leading... Showing mercy, and there's many more, but these are a few that he lists for us. All of these are gifts that you have been given by God through the Holy Spirit. In our text for today from 1 Corinthians, Paul writes To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit. Now, this Spirit is that same Spirit that was given to you at your baptism, and he makes himself manifest in you through these spiritual gifts. Now, I'm not up here this evening to tell you exactly what your gifts are. I just, I just can't do that. But it is important that you know some of your gifts. And our key idea for Believe this week starts this way. I know my spiritual gifts. If you read the Tuesday is Newsday email sent out this past week from Scott Mueller, one of the things he included was a link to a website with 60 questions to answer to help you identify your spiritual gifts. Now, this certainly isn't the only way, but it can be helpful to figure out what these are. And if you haven't done it yet, I do encourage you to do so. And don't worry, it's not a test. You're not graded, and you can't fail. But it's a helpful resource to have. But once you figure out what these spiritual gifts are, the next step is asking yourself this question. What do I do with them? You've opened up this wonderful gift. Now what? The verse I mentioned just a second ago at the top of the screen here, Paul says, To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit. But then he says, For the common good. Our gifts have a purpose. Our gifts have a purpose, and that is to serve The common good, our belief statement identifies it this way, I know my spiritual gifts and use them to fulfill God's purposes. When we were given our spiritual gifts, when the Holy Spirit was put on us at baptism, we were set apart for a very specific purpose. A purpose that is to serve God by serving others. Now, I want to remind you that your spiritual gifts might not be the same as your significant others, as your parents, as your siblings, and that's okay. As Christians, we're called to serve in whatever capacity we can. And our spiritual gifts are given to us to help us with that very purpose. As I mentioned just a minute ago, our physical gifts are given to make us happy. They're given to serve our personal needs, whatever that may be. But spiritual gifts aren't given to us for our purposes. They're given to us so that we can better serve God's purposes by serving others. If you think about it, our spiritual gifts are really more like a spiritual gift card. See, we have options on the ways that we use them, but we know what it is. We know what it's for. So how do we use our spiritual gifts? Do we seek out opportunities to use our gifts to serve God? Or do we try to use them to serve our own purposes, whatever that might look like? Now obviously you know what the right answer is supposed to be. So let me share with you a short story about a man who knew the right answer. From our Old Testament lesson for today, we see Joshua, and he's about to take over leadership of the Israelites in place of the great Moses. He's next in line, and Moses is getting a little old. But this isn't the first time that we see Joshua in Scripture. We also see him earlier in Numbers, in Numbers 13. See, before the Israelites entered the promised land, entered Canaan, this land that God had promised to them, Moses sent twelve spies into the land to scout it out and to report back to him what they found. Ten of these spies came back and told Moses and all of the Israelites that the Canaanites were too strong, too big, too terrifying to try and conquer, so we should just give up and leave. But there were two spies, Joshua and Caleb who reported that God's people were well-equipped to take the land. Very likely remembering that if God had promised it to them, then nothing was going to stop them from taking it. See, Joshua was given the spiritual gift of leadership. Now, if he wanted, he certainly could have used this gift to his own benefit, to take control of the Israelites and have them do whatever he wanted. But instead, he used this great gift to the benefit of others. He used his gift to serve God and his people. Joshua was equipped for a specific purpose, and he lived out that purpose faithfully. Now try as hard as we might, and I'm sure Joshua faltered too, we don't always live out our purpose. It's certainly hard to do, but especially in a world where you're encouraged To live for yourself. To look out for number one. But all of those times that we fail to live up to our purpose, we can be reminded of one other who lived out his purpose faithfully and perfectly. See, today is the first weekend in Lent. And during Lent, we take the time to reflect on our shortcomings as God's people. But more importantly... To reflect on Jesus and what he did for us. See, church, even Jesus had a purpose. And Jesus' purpose was very much the same that ours is to serve God, to fulfill God's desire by serving others. And Jesus' life was a perfect example of this service, a perfect example of how to use spiritual gifts for the common good, for the benefit of others. Jesus spent his entire life preaching, teaching, healing, showing mercy, leading his followers, encouraging others. Jesus' purpose was clear and ultimately it led him to the cross. Jesus' purpose came to this earth ultimately to live, to die, and to rise again on our behalf so that we wouldn't have to someday. See, Jesus used his spiritual gifts to benefit us, to serve us, and to show us God's amazing love for his people. And today, just like Jesus, our spiritual gifts are an opportunity to show God's love to those around us. Through Jesus, we have been given life, and the proper use of our spiritual gifts is to use that life as a life of gratitude to God for all that he has done for us and for all that he continues to do for us. Martin Luther once said, God does not need your good works, but your neighbor does. See, we don't do good works to make us look pretty before God in heaven, but we are given these gifts so that we can serve our neighbor, so that we can do good for our neighbor. We have been given these gifts to show our neighbors God's love, and we have been set apart for this very purpose from the very beginning, as Paul wrote in Ephesians chapter 2, for we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. God has set apart this purpose for us from the very beginning. Now, our spiritual gifts aren't necessarily given to us for our own good, our own benefit, but that's certainly not to say we don't get a little something out of using them as God intended. So using the gifts that God has given us for God's purpose is a blessing in itself. Some of you may be able to identify with the phrase, the warm fuzzies you can get when serving those around you. See, God did give us these gifts as a blessing to us, but that blessing is in serving those around us. That blessing isn't in keeping these gifts to ourself. The blessing is for the purpose of others. So if you've ever found yourself wondering what your calling is here on this earth, if you've found that you've been blessed with a certain talent or ability, maybe one that doesn't entirely make sense to you, If you find yourself getting all excited for this new gift and then wondering what you're supposed to do with it, well, the question or the answer to that question may not be perfectly clear. You might not be able to find the exact specific thing that you're supposed to be doing with this gift, whatever career path God might be pointing you down, but remember that God did give you your gifts for a purpose, Use your spiritual gifts in the ways that God calls you to and that God empowers you to do. To serve him by serving those around you. In whatever capacity that you are able, just as Jesus himself served us. Amen.